The scripture this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. be seated. The Gospel of John is such a blessing to the Christian because it relates the story of Jesus's life and ministry in such a different way than the other three more closely related Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. An excellent example of this is in the way the author of John talks about Jesus' last night with his disciples. The other Gospels give us the images of the Last Supper with the breaking of bread and sharing of the cup. But John, while definitely taking us into that upper room, John does not talk about bread and cup but about Jesus' washing of feet in an outward demonstration 
of what it means to love and serve others. And then in words not found in the other Gospels, the author of John gives us Jesus's farewell discourse. Three chapters worth of these amazing words from Jesus to his closest followers. Words of reassurance and blessing, words of calling and consolation, words of promise, and most of all, words of love. This is where today's scripture comes from. There are many words in today's scripture that makes us think about Pentecost, the day the Spirit was sent in a rush of wind, tongues of fire, and words of all languages. We will celebrate Pentecost here in just a few short weeks, so I want to leave the hints of the promised Spirit found in this text alone for today, and I want instead to focus on the other concept that permeates these seven verses, the inseparable nature of the love of Jesus from the keeping of his commandments. The reading opened today with this stated so directly, so clearly, so bluntly that we cannot miss it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Now this begs the question, of course, what are Jesus's commandments? I mean, Jesus did speak these words in a time when to be a follower of God meant to have a long list of to-dos and to-don'ts to follow. 613 of them, in fact, if you count the commandments found in the Old Testament. Jesus is quoted in the Gospel of Matthew saying that he did not come to abolish the law. He did not mean to make even the smallest letter of the law disappear. Yet, we know from Jesus' interactions during his life on earth that he was nearly constantly doing something that was not in accordance with what the religious leaders thought he should be doing or not doing. So yes, <laughs> what are Jesus' commandments? Well, I think the best hint for us is to look back just a few verses before today's scripture to listen to what Jesus told his followers that night. In John 13, we find these words. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. Simple and straightforward. Love one another as I have loved you. And in truth, this simple commandment truly encompasses all other commandments for that is what God was laying out for his followers with the laws that he gave them because you know that we as humans always need more detail. If we don't, <laughs> we just might find ourselves a loophole to avoid the whole intent. <laughs> In his book, The Whole Language, Father Gregory Boyle writes about a time he said in a talk that God didn't want anything from us only for us. After the talk, a minister told him he liked the talk except for that part. After all, he told Boyle, what about the Ten Commandments? Boyle's response to him was, what about them? 
Boyle says simply, I would think that loving goodness covers every base. Yes, there are urgent things to do, but God loves us into doing them. Once this is our heart's compass, no one needs to tell us not to covet our neighbor's goat. So yes, love one another pretty much covers it all. And love was the lifeblood of Jesus' life. And this was not some abstract concept of love, but a love that fed the hungry, ate with sinners, and healed the sick. A love that spoke to all with the respect that befits all, because we are, after all, all children of God. A love that spoke out against injustices and that washed dirty feet. Jesus showed his followers what loving others looked like so that they could do the same. And some of those followers wrote about his words and deeds so we can do the same. Father Gregory Boyle, who I mentioned earlier, is a Jesuit priest who found himself the pastor of Dolores Mission, the poorest parish in Los Angeles in the mid-1980s. This was right when an unprecedented decade of gang violence swept through LA and Boyle watched as the violence and the city's response to it devastated the community he served. In the face of law enforcement tactics and criminal justice policies of suppression and mass incarceration as a means to end gang violence, Boyle and parish and community members adopted what was a radical approach at the time, treat human beings, treat gang members as human beings. In 1988, he and his parish began what would become Homeboy Industries, which is now the largest gang intervention program in the world. Offering work and employment training along with other critical services, Homeboy Industries meets each person walking through their doors as a person, not their criminal record. And by doing so, the life of the former gang member and the community is changed. G, as Boyle is lovingly referred to, and his homies, as the former gang members are likewise lovingly referred to, speak around the country every year about the transformative healing found through the simple act of treating one another as individuals of sacred worth. For Boyle, and for those at Homeboy Industries, this often and most simply means looking at those that others avoid. And instead of assuming they are up to no good, presuming they are up to all good. It will always be less exhausting to love than to find fault, Boyle writes. When we see fault, we immediately believe that something has to be done about it. But love knows that nothing is ever needed, ever. As the homie Stevie says daily, love, love, and more love. After giving his followers this love commandment, Jesus told them something else important. If you have love for one another, Everyone will know that you are my disciples. So, 
Here we are, invited into that upper room to hear these words nearly 2,000 words, years after they were said. They should be for us, as they were for those in that room, the guiding principle for our life as disciples of Jesus Christ. Simple in concept, although complex in execution, if we love Jesus, we should love others the way he loved us, sacrificially, respectfully, fully, and completely. This requires discernment, not a list of rules and regulations. There's nothing to memorize and administer. There is just God's love, a love that must flow in and through us, if we love Jesus, that is. May we be a people rooted and grounded in the abundant love of Jesus, propelled out into the world in the power of the Holy Spirit, transforming our homes and communities through Christian action, all, always, for the glory of our Creator God. Let us pray. Gracious God, you love us so, so well. We are far from perfect, but your grace just flows all over us. And you told us that when we love others like you loved us, that's when they know who we are. That's when they know who we belong to. And Lord, it is so much simpler to go through life this way, presuming the best in others and loving and caring for them, meeting the spirit that dwells in them. Lord, let us be those of a transforming love. And thank you for always loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.